Buenos mi gente, and welcome back to another episode of Vino y la Verdad, hosted by the ladies of Wine and Wisdom 5. Hi, Gloria! <laughs> How are you? Let's look at us with our tops. We're so cute. We're poofy sleeve ladies today. With our amazing sleeve tops. <laughs> yes, I'm all about the puffy sleeves. I think a sleeve makes, if you have an amazing sleeve, you have an amazing shirt. Your yes. top, it, I don't know. It just for me, it makes the outfit I love very. I like, love that color on you. It's such a, in color for the fall. Amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amazing. Thank very you. chic. I matched very it chic. with a very simple lip. I with see. A lip liner by Fashion Nova. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I gotta, I gotta give them a a little shout out. I've never purchased makeup from them before. Okay. Not a big makeup person, but. I really like it. It's really good quality. And the name, it's nude, but it's kind of like it has like a little. Yeah, it has a little tint to it. it. I really liked it. It's very nice. Guys, if you like Fashion Nova, order clothes from Fashion Nova, check out their Nova Beauty line. It, it makes me, it made me want to order another one. So I did. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. So how are you today? So wonderful. We are going to talk about focused, being focused. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, and how people struggle with being focused. We have an amazing guest on today. He's an author. Yes. The girls are going to join us a little later for our interview. Um, I'm excited to hear his journey and everything that he went through. A lot of people do struggle to stay focused, especially if they're going uh, through certain things yeah. in their personal life. So how do you- And just focused? in general, I feel with everything we've lived these past couple of years, I agree. It's so hard to stay focused with everything and anything. Mm -hmm. um, it really takes a lot of, uh, I guess, discipline is the mm -hmm. word. Um, I in agree. order to stay focused because it's it's very easy to just get derailed or unfocused or like, you know, people like to say their head in a cloud or, you know, just not there. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm a true believer of fog brain. I'm a true believer of also of COVID brain. A lot of people have suffered from COVID brain. Um, you know, some people just get over overwhelmed and they lose focus. Yes. They lose, you know, that uh, they're not on the straight and narrow anymore. And I've been a, <clears throat> a complete victim of that. I'm so guilty of that, of just losing, you know, my, my focus and then that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very easy. Um, you know, sometimes we're juggling so many things in life as well, that that also mm -hmm. plays a part in, in losing your focus, right? Um, whether it's the kids, whether it's home, whether it's work, whether it's relationships, whether it's family, with whatever the case may be, it's so easy to just get unfocused, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that definitely like planning, um, you know, like I'm one that I write everything down. Like mm -hmm. I, I keep a log basically of my to-do list every single day. Um, and that helps me. Um, you know, I, I write notes. Like if I have something to do in the weekends, I also write it down because again, I'm running around all over the place in the weekends. Um, home front, right? Laundry, yeah. groceries, cleaning, uh, errands, uh, mom, if there's an yeah. event or a gathering or something, you know, what I got to pick up, I got to pick up something, or I got to pick up a gift, I got to pick up mm -hmm. a card, whatever the case may be, I find that that helps me to stay on track. 
<laughs> I definitely write things down. I definitely do plan, um, especially at work when you I have so many different responsibilities yeah. that you have to you know take care of and try to get everything accomplished yeah. by a certain date. I have to write it down. I'm a big calendar person. Um, yes. <clears throat> I try to time myself too, which in a way is good, in a way is bad. It creates sometimes it creates anxiety because I have like this. I give myself this time limit, and then if I feel I'm not, I'm too close to the time, I'm not done, then I get overly anxious. Yes. Um, but there's different methods that work for you know different people, and um, but definitely I find that the best thing that works for me successfully is writing it down. Yes. And Claudia is going to actually do a good segment today on yeah. how she stays focused as a teacher and as a mom of three and as an entrepreneur. You know, she puts all her baskets in a planner and Claudia plans, like she legit yeah. plans. Yeah, planning That's is so important. Hi. Planning is so important. Hi. <laughs> hello, what do hello. you do to stay focused? I'm sorry? What do you do to stay focused? <laughs> um, well, honestly, it's hard for me to stay focused. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, there's sometimes a lot going on. So I have to breathe. Read? Breathe. Oh, breathe. 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 Yes. Yes. Okay. And, you know, recenter myself. And think about, okay, what are my priorities? What do I have to take care of right now? And I organize myself that way. But sometimes, you know, I, I have to say, it's, a, it's always a challenge for me because um, th there's some days too much going on. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. And that happens yeah. to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I but breathing totally is, is, is my thing. Like I have to like, okay, let me breathe. Let me, I even try to write down a list, write it all down, try to figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a good, yeah. yeah. I think lists is the main thing across the, the board. The main thing we all do, right. In order right? to stay focused and stay on track and, and, and make things happen. Right. Right. And, and setting goals, yes. right. Setting goals, <laughs> um, you know, giving ourselves, like you said, like a, a, a time, mm -hmm. um, that that's so important. Like, right. you know, th from this time to this time, this is what I plan to do from this time to this time. Mm -hmm. This is what I need to do, you know, stuff like that, because um, it's just so important. Yeah, I think it's it definitely is. important. Um, I'm I'm really curious to see what our guest did in order to turn his life around literally because he yeah. lost everything and then he became the, how he says it in his book fucked right and then he refocused himself and his whole life and now he's running you know multiple companies and he's extremely successful so I'm really interested in seeing uh you know how it was to go from bottom back up to the top you yeah. know, like I having everything, to know. having yeah. everything, losing everything, everything and then coming and then, back up to getting yeah, everything. Yeah, definitely. You know, that, that takes a, not only a lot of focus, but strength and determination and, you know, just yes. rebuilding yourself. As, discipline, as well. like I said, yeah, you need discipline, discipline in, in order discipline. To, discipline. to succeed and, and stay focused yes. and, and achieve goals and, you know, yes, yeah, get definitely. out definitely the bottom, right? To, in order to right. get out from the bottom, mm -hmm. you got to have some sort yes. of, uh, strength some sort and of willpower um, willpower and mm -hmm. and i guess 
most likely a lot of um, uh, self-healing, self, you know, readjusting, like determination, said, yeah. focusing, recentering, and, and all that good stuff. I think it all goes into play together. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, we're going to meet him right now. We'll be right back with our guest, Donnie Boyvin. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. So welcome back. And today we are so excited for our guest. We have Donnie Bovine from Texas, the author of Fucked to Focus. I want to know about all that. So Donnie, come back. Come on. How are you? Oh, I'm freaking Woo! awesome. Right? Hi. Hi. Dude, I, I'm seriously, I am stoked to freaking hang out with you guys. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it's not this usual that I'm this outnumbered. So, so it should be a good time. It should be a good time. Well, well, welcome to the show. We are so honored, and excited to have you. Oh, my honor, my honor. Thank you. We uh, first and foremost, the title of your book. Where'd you come up with it? What made you want to call your book "Fucked to Focus"? <laughs> You know, gets people's attention. Right? Yes, I, yeah, I will right. tell you that fans of a lot of the work and things I do are the ones that actually named it. Um, I put a call out to a lot of my fans, a lot of listeners of my podcast, and said, "Hey, I'm working on a book that teaches people how to actually build a business, to grow a business, and I'm looking for a title." Mm -hmm. And this one, one out over all of them was fuck to focus. So, but what's, what's funny for me about the title is, you know, I spent 20 years in corporate America, right? Doing the straight laced, you know, slacks, button down, not cussing that much. I didn't think anybody would buy from a country dude that wore ball caps, cussed, freaking acted like I did. And after I left corporate America and started my company, I got invited to do a keynote presentation down in Florida and they paid a good chunk of change to have me come in and speak. And right before I went on stage, the guy who paid me 25 grand to come down and speak grabs me by the arm, right? I'm a former United States Marine. I don't want to be grabbed, right? You don't freaking act like you're going <laughs> to fucking manhandle me. And he grabs me by the arm and he goes, I need a favor. I said, okay, what's your favor? He goes, don't go full Donnie. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? He goes, I'm afraid you're going to upstage me. I'm like, that is the dumbest fucking thing you could have said to me before I go on stage. Wow. Now, up to this point, I'm not that long into running my own business. So I'm still in button downs. I'm in blue jeans and boots, but no hat, you know, extremely trimmed up short beard. And, you know, this guy just tells me not to go full Donnie. I walk out on stage and for the first time in my life, I walked out there and I said, where the fuck are all my badasses at, right? And the fucking <laughs> 85, 90% of the audience goes fucking just insane. Cheers and from that point that. forward, it's it's been the world's got to meet me just as I am. And, and I just show up who I am wherever I am. So. Here's to you. Here's yes. to that. I love that. Hell yeah. Claudia's feeling that she don't have her wine. She's got her sippy cup. Yeah. <laughs> so, Donnie, did you find yourself fucked at one point and having to focus? And if so, how did you do that? So 
when I first launched my business, um, right before I launched, I worked for one of the largest sales training organizations on the planet. And supposedly I became one of the top sales trainers in the US. And I'm not really sure what that means other than I'm really good at flapping my gums in front of a room. And uh, the day I launched my company, two corporate attorneys showed up on my farm and said, I had signed a non-compete and I could not talk about sales, business development anywhere in the world. Now, at that point, I had spent 20 years in straight commission sales. The last seven of that, supposedly one of the top sales trainers in the country. And now I'm launching a company and I can't talk about the one fucking thing I know, which is sales, business development, sales training, sales management anywhere in the world. Wow. Um, so my, I, I started my business as a success coach. Okay. And I can promise you ladies, I have no fucking clue what a success coach is. It's <laughs> obviously some sort of business whore that just says yes to anything. And I said yes to way more things than I should have. So my first year, I just threw a shit ton of money and time and effort trying to build a business. And I, and really had no clue what I was doing. And unfortunately, six months into building my business, um, and you should know up to this point, my, I mean, prior to launching my business, my wife and I had bought our dream farm. We'd built a second house and a property for my mother-in-law. She was getting older in years. We wanted her to live her time out here. She's still with us. Um, and, you know, we were living in some terms the life. And um, so flash forward, six months into running my business, I'm throwing a ton of money at it. I have no idea what I'm doing. I stand on the back porch of my farm look my wife dead in the eyes and said, babe, we're about to lose everything we own. The mortgage was three months behind. Her Jeep had got repossessed. She had to go in on that Monday morning and literally cash in her 401k to save the farm and get her Jeep back. And at that moment, she looked at me and said, get off your ass and go sell something. And uh, I, just so you know, I'm literally writing the book, The Shit My Wife Said, that changed my life. Okay. That's a real thing that's happened. Yes. That is awesome. Right. Sometimes so, you just need somebody to kick you in the ass so you yes. can get off oh, the ass. Oh, dude, I am telling you so many <laughs> yes. times. I've had to keep a fucking book of the phrases she says to me. I'm like, that's going in a book, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so here I am, you know, about to lose everything. Now, as a man, I got to be honest, I'm feeling like an absolute piece of shit. I'm not keeping up my end of the bargain. My wife is bailing me out. God love it. We've been married for, you know, 15 going on 16 years this year. And, you know, freaking uh, we come from great stock. Her parents did uh, 50 some odd years. My parents are over 50 years, you know, so, you know, we're just we're into it. Get it done. Stick together through thick and thin put up with my dumb shit and I'll love you forever. Right. <laughs> um, so here I am, you know, trying to figure out how to build a business and, you know, my entire journey, I never met the CEOs of the companies I fucking worked for. You know, I was always a top sales guy wherever I went, but the only time I saw the CEOs of the companies I worked for were when I brought in multimillion dollar clients or we were losing multimillion dollar clients. I had no fucking clue what a CEO did. So I spent most of my time behind the scenes, operational, creating shit, mm-hmm. not doing what I was good at. So when she told me to get off my ass and go sell, I literally got off my ass and started selling shit. Um, luckily, I found podcasting in May of 2018 and launched my show. Five months later, that show became number 22 in the world. And I was sitting wow. next to wow. Tim Ferriss, you know, all the guys. 
And then in September of 2018, my non-compete came up and now I could talk about sales, business developments and the like. So going from fuck to focus has, I tell the story and you, I get the whole dialogue with a conversation with my wife in the book, um, which was really fucking hard to write. I'm not going to lie. I choked up twice trying to write the fucking thing. Right. Um, um, but flash forward to where we are now. And I run three companies to have one of the top podcasts in the world, five best selling books and a partridge in a fucking pear tree. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yes. Congratulations. The, awesome. thank you. the whole premise is wrapped around the idea of all the shit i wish somebody would have told me as i was building a business because everybody's like "Ooh, be an entrepreneur you know start a company get in the game and everybody's making it sound like it's fucking sunshine and rainbows no motherfuckers coming out going this shit is fucking hard yeah. it's a lot of fucking work so <laughs> A lot of what I do is centered around, let's help people actually get to some sort of freedom by, okay, you started a business, you fucked it all up, now let's help you figure it all out. Wow. 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 Because you're giving back, you know, to somebody who needs, you're giving back with your knowledge, right? 100%. 100%. So what would you tell your younger self? Um, Well, it depends on how far back you go. If I were to go back to my (laughs) 20s, Uh, well, if, I mean, if you go back to high school, I've been like, fuck high school. You don't need it. You know, I know. Um, but I mean, I really wish somebody would have told me in my 20s to start a business. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm so amazed by these fucking young kids coming up behind me now. Because these at 21 years old, it was go get a job and fucking work for somebody else. I mean, there's nobody yeah. saying, dude, you should start your own thing, get in a game. You know, it wasn't even, a, I mean, I come from a blue collar family. I mean, growing up, my dad was a truck driver. Mom worked in fucking Lee jeans, blue jean factory. You know, dad retired as a technician working on copiers for Xerox. Mom retired as a receptionist. That's not me calling, by the way. Um, and <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, this is real life, people. Um, and, you know, it was go get a job and work for other people. nobody was talking about being an entrepreneur. Nobody was talking about being a business and, you know, fuck whatever, not having regrets. I really wish somebody would have said, Hey, fucker, you don't know what you want to be when you grow up. You don't have it all figured out. You're not going to figure it out for years. Go get punched in the face by life, by chasing something. So you can fuck it up, learn, evolve, grow and go. And I think a lot of these young kids coming up, are doing that and i'm 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 a little jealous that mm-hmm. they figured this out way before i did and you know yeah. I, I look at things i'm like fuck where would i be now if i'd done this 20 years ago well they and... also have the internet That's yes they for have sure. that. <laughs> right you know yeah. but but <laughs> still it, it is not taught it was not taught no. and it's still no. and it still isn't i want to say right. just like you see it but like in education that's not mm-hmm. well and i gotta be honest i saw a video today that fucking floored me so a lot of people know who gary v is and where he has is in life gary put out a video today almost sounding like he was begging for people to come work almost like an hourly job for his company now here's one of the biggest fucking influencers in the world and he's putting out a video trying to get people to come work for him at these entry level positions and I wow. laughed when I saw it because, you know, that wouldn't have been a thing years ago. But these kids, 
you know, all these big companies are like the great resignation. Everybody's leaving corporate America. Fuck all that. These kids aren't even applying for the damn jobs. Right. They're starting their own companies. They're They're doing their own things. I'm like, yes. And their turnaround is so big and so fast. It's not even funny. Yeah. Um, Our age, like you said, or our youth, (laughs) we would talk to work, right? To work, to, to stay put, to follow, to respect. These kids nowadays, they come in the job five, six months, they're out the door. Yeah. They're like, next, I'm not taking shit from no one. Right. So Donnie, mm-hmm. I'm curious. So what do you tell your listeners or what are some of the points or things you give people you know, in order to become successful? The, the, the biggest thing for me is everybody talks about failure. You got to fail, you got to fail, you got to fail. And I don't think that resonates with people. What I tell people is you got to go try new shit knowing it's going to screw up, knowing things are going to break, knowing you're going to get punched in the face and go, Ooh, that was cute. That was fun. (laughs) What I learned, apply what you learn and get moving forward. Because what happens to most people is they finally get a wild hair up their ass and they're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go create this new life for me. And they start and they're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a book because I think writing a book, telling my life story is going to change lives. And they start writing and then they're going, holy shit, this is a lot of work. I've got to come up with a bunch of chapters and I got to do this. Oh my God, I got to publish this thing. And then I got to market it. And they get right to the point where they're going to write it. And they go, you know what? That's too much fucking work. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a blog because I think a blog is going to be a better thing. I'm, so let me try a blog. So then they go, I'm going to write a blog and they go and they write the first day and they rock it out. They're excited. They wake up the next day. They're like, fuck, I got to write again. And I'm going to have to write again tomorrow. And I'm going to write again tomorrow. And they realize how much fucking work is going to be a blog. And they're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a YouTube channel because YouTube is it's going to be the fucking thing. And then they go out and they produce their first fucking video. And then they go, shit, I got to do this again tomorrow. And fuck, now I got to make fucking, you know, shorts and reels and, and promote this thing. You know what? It's not YouTube. It's not YouTube. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a TikTok channel because TikTok is going to be the fucking thing. And then they're like, I don't want to do stupid fucking dances. I don't want to sing stupid songs. Oh you know, God. I don't give a shit who started, you know, the, the, whatever the fucking that blonde chicks fucking uh, Victoria's Secret song. That's fucking brilliant. You know, if you guys haven't heard that, uh, oh, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. I know Victoria's Secret. Secret. It was started by an old dude in Ohio, um, and she just uh-huh. throttles the fuck out of Victoria's oh Secret. God, yeah. wow. I have to see that. Right. But people get going on on TikTok and like shit, nobody's liking my videos, nobody's doing it. So it's not TikTok. I'm going to do this. And what happens is, is people start shit and they get going down the path. And right at the moment where they could actually move forward, they go, fuck it. I'm going to start over. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. Fucking success is found in that moment when, when, Everybody else throws in the fucking towel and you're like, you know what? Let's go one step further. You know, you're going to get punched in the fucking face, but eventually you learn to duck that punch and you catch an uppercut. And then you learn to catch move from the uppercut and you catch a fucking hook. You're always going to get punched. And I tell people, most people who find success were motherfuckers who were too dumb just to throw in the fucking towel. Mm. They just kept moving forward because the ulterior, the, you know, the option of going back to where they were, it's just not something they can do. Yeah, that's not an option. You know, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because recently we've had 
these conversations about our podcast. Because if I'm going to be very honest and frank with you, and they're all about to laugh right now, um, we started this podcast as a joke. I fucking love that. I so love COVID. Like, I want to talk to you. Yeah. I need friends. I want to see we your face. Let's get <laughs> fucked up. Drink uh, some wine. Yeah. 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 Talk to yeah. 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 What's the forward? Oh, my God. We've been friends for years. We've been friends since high school. We grew up together, you know. And one night I was bored during covid i me like claudia we're both creative people we constantly have to like you know be doing making something and so i got bored i stole a couple of pictures from them from their facebooks and i put it to the music from fuse company come and knock on our door and i was like look we're gonna start a talk show over covid we're gonna be like the first five you know hispanics on this and this and that and we've all been in the entertainment industry for years as party promoters and and then we were like, you think we could do this? And we we're like, yeah, we can do this. Yeah, why not? We have connections. We know people. Next thing we know, we're doing a photo shoot. And we were like, let's just do five episodes. And let's see how it turns out. <laughs> and we're going into our second year now. And Realizing you really like wine. Yeah. Yeah. You guys will sit around and fuck <laughs> kind of wine. Right? Let's drink some wine. But Except know, for Claudia. We've Except had for Claudia. Those struggles, no, I, right? I like it too much. <laughs> <laughs> We've had those struggles on where do we go, right? Where how do we make this successful? Where you do we know? go next? Yeah. Like, how do we get branded? How do we get verified? Are we doing the right things? Because you know, we're learning as we're going along. None of us are podcast experts so 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 let me tell you it's really it's it's honestly really 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 simple two things you got to think about one nobody just wants to hear your fucking zoom conversation right because especially through the pandemic we were all living on zoom right and people were zoomed to fuck out so the one thing that gives you guys a little pizzazz a little flavor is this five fucking personalities well i know niece is behind the scenes trying to be quiet not being exposed (laughs) she's the producer got it right you know so so it's it's (laughs) so so but it's the idea of four gorgeous latino women freaking out there telling stories probably talking about real shit that people are leaning into mm-hmm. right so there, there there's there's something to that but the real trick to producing a show that people find and this is a, I, I one of my favorite things to tell how i got my podcast so big early on is i became a walking billboard and what i mean by that is i was doing because of the success of the podcast i was doing a lot of public speaking on different stages well every time i would speak on stage I would plot out the five or six hotels within the vicinity of where I was, you know, doing my speaking gig. And well, for years in sales, I know that all the on the road traveling sales guys are going to be at the bar sitting there because they're bored. They hardly know anybody Mm -hmm. in town. So I would go and I'd go sit the first bar and I'd sit down and find the guy that was one or two people sitting by themselves. I'd sit right next to the motherfucker, strike up a conversation. And somewhere in that conversation, be like, hey, do you listen to podcasts? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, what show? And every time it's fucking Joe Rogan, okay? Just so you know, when you ask somebody, yeah. you're like, it's fucking Joe Rogan, right? And I'm like, that's really cool. I'm like, what do you listen to on? Is it Spotify? Is it Apple? What, and, you know, whatever it is. I'm like, pull out your phone. And they're like, okay. They pull out their phone. I'm like, type in growth mode. And so they would type in growth mode. And then they go, wait, that's you? I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Okay. I would take their phone, subscribe them right then and there. <laughs> and then I would yeah. say this, I would say, do me a favor, go listen to a couple episodes. Here's my email. Send me a couple of takeaways from the show, what you got out of it. And 90% of the time they were sending me emails. Saying, wow. Dude, that is okay. that awesome. is so slick. Right? I love that. I love right? that. I love that too. So, write that down, guys. Write that down. Anise is writing it down. Yeah. Hey, Anise, I know your camera's not on, but write that shit down. <laughs> so the, the other thing and, and what people don't often wrap their head around is Joe Rogan. The reason he's absolutely brilliant is he hired some smart motherfuckers and what they do. So if you watch Joe Rogan's show, whether you're into him or not, I don't care. He's marketing brilliance. He, there'll be a clip come out and it says scientist says he's going to whoop Joe Rogan's ass. Right. And so all of a sudden you're like, ooh. I'm into that. There's a clip that shows Joe Rogan saying something, and then it flashes over to the scientist motherfucker going, you're a bitch. I'm whooping your ass. And so now you want to like, why the fuck that happened? So you want to go listen to the episode to figure out why this dude's trying. And what you wow. realize is that scene never actually happens in the entire thing. They're just splicing shit together. So with the world of shorts and reels and everything else, it's about getting people to go, ooh, I want to know more about that. So, right. so it's it's leveraging the times we're in. And and like if you guys aren't splicing this shit up and putting out TikTok videos, and I'm happily married when I say that, but you guys are gorgeous gals. You should fucking lean into that and fucking each create your fucking personal brand on all these platforms. And as you put out your fucking personal brand brands, lean it back to this. Mm. Okay, Donnie, I love we this. We got it. Yes. <laughs> okay. You know, it's, it's fun. About... we just started doing that. We literally, what you yeah. just said, we just started doing that. Yeah. So, we're, you know, I, I, I edit the videos. So I'm trying to do clips now and putting them on TikTok and, you know, putting them on Instagram, not just promos. So we do. So like when you think about editing those clips, every time one of these gals speaks up and they say something, get them their own clip that's just them okay they can use on social media because right. every one of you is going to create your own personal brand and your own following right. that's in so think of i don't never listen to a song by these ladies but think of the spice girls right everybody had their favorite spice right right i don't even know the names of the fucking spice girls but you know what i fucking mean right um yes. but everybody had their favorite spice and i don't know if it was jackass spice or whatever else right 40 spice. 40, there 40 you go spice. right but everybody had their favorite you guys should play that shit up you know and create that personal brand that people are like "Ooh, i love every time claudia doesn't drink wine or i love jessica and her fucking curls you know whatever yeah right? yeah you know, you know and, it's all about taking that risk that we're always afraid to take, right? Yes. We're always afraid to expose ourselves. But what I hear you saying is take that fucking risk yep. and right. put yourself out there. Yeah. And, and here's the funny thing. The, the, the more authentic you are, right? I mean, we all got fucked up stories. We all got fucked up journeys. We've done stupid shit. Yeah. But it's those fucked up I'm stories never. and shit. Francis, I'm pretty sure you're the He's worst. The queen. Of the right. He's the queen. Look, I figured that shit out real quick, right? Uh, <laughs> With her cute little shirt, right? Right. Oh, oh my God. Right? Don't let the little haircut and the little, 
the fucking snacks Not are you. coming next, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm the church girl. Oh, oh sure. Oh my Honey, God. that halo's up in the air, but the devil the, horns the, are holding. Ah, I got her. Right? She walks in, the holy water jumps out. Right, right, right. Donnie, I thought we were friends. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Be quiet. Denise is dying. Right? But, you know, the, the whole point of all, of every, so you're, what, Marketing and advertising is what you say you do. It's what you tell the world. You tell them this is what the show's about, what it's meant to be. This is why you should listen, which is cool. But the real magic is your personal brand because your personal brand is what everybody says about you when you're not in the room. So, so if you guys aren't heavily putting out your stories and what you did and how you became friends and how you've said friends for years and, and everything about it, People are going to lean into that because they're like, well, shit, these gals are just like me and they're doing something. They're creating something and people want to be a part of that fucking journey with you because you got to think about it. As we get older, most times we pull apart from our friends, we pull apart mm -hmm. from our journey yeah. and, you know, you guys become a extension of their fucking family because as you're telling your stories, I'm sure there's probably been episodes where y'all have cried or whatever else has happened, right? Oh yeah. Those oh, yeah. moments... <laughs> are the exact reason people will continue to lean in the show because it's, it's like watching your favorite sitcom at some point right. you felt like yeah. you know friends or whatever was was your people and people want to constantly right. find and be around their people right oh i love that i, love I mean it. i think oh. what's also so unique about us is that we're very organic we don't write anything we really just talk from our fucking as you should ass. as you should <laughs> Yeah, you know, so yeah. I, I think that's really why people do yeah. follow and listen. And they will and they will continue to, you know, you guys just got to go a lot fucking louder with everything yeah. you're doing. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, half the battle, I think, is beating back your own personal demons and go, fuck it. I'm just going to okay. show the whole goddamn world who I am and show up as me and knowing that it's going to take a long time and it's going to take a lot of people and i promise you you know when it starts working when the first motherfucker pops up and goes why the fuck would i want to listen to four hispanic ladies <laughs> these ladies are dumb as shit right when the haters pop in that means we somebody know we're doing something right 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 yeah, look, it means somebody other than your mom is actually listening to the show. <laughs> Listen, I was at the hair salon on when, when we went to the awards on Sunday, on Saturday. Saturday or Sunday? When was it? Sunday, we went Sunday. Sunday. And um, this girl and me, we just started talking about Bad Bunny. Don't know if you know who Bad Bunny is. Mm -hmm. Bad Bunny's concert here in New York at the Yankee Stadium. So she's like, oh, yeah, and this, that, the other. And she's like, oh, and the VMAs are on tonight. I said, oh, yeah, that's where I'm going tonight. She's like, you're going to the VMAs tonight? I said, yeah. She goes, wow. She goes, so are you going to, like, be doing something? I said, oh, well, we have a podcast, and we're going to represent our podcast. Yes. <laughs> and sure enough, she went right in her phone and logged in, like you said, and started following. And, you know, it is. The, it's, the it's best all about promotion is putting ourselves mouth. out there. Yep, yep. yep. What's you know, her the name? West what, huh? What's your hair? What's your hairstylist name? Oh no, it wasn't my hairstylist. It was another um, customer at the hair salon. Oh, what, what's that customer's name? Her name was um, what the hell she said was her name? Kathy. Kathy. Her name was I, tell, Kathy. Tell she Kathy was hi. 
right yeah. right right so and and that that's the cool shit is when you have those fun conversations fucking yeah. mm-hmm. and and you're like hey i ran into mike i ran into sally i ran into judy yeah right call out let them know hey this is yeah. real shit we re- remember the conversation and they'll continue to lean in donnie i think you would like bad bunny i think you should look him up <laughs> i think you i think you should too right. uh, hold on <laughs> Bad bunny. Oh, right. get to know. What the Jessica wants to see bad bunny. <laughs> oh my lord. He's a he's a Latin icon. He a just Puerto Rican Latin icon, right? Yes. He's a good looking dude. You're muted, yeah. Jesse. Ah, oh, Jesse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like Jesse. I'm like totally muted. So, sorry. No, Donnie, I wanted to ask you a question. Come so on. this episode is 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 about be staying focused. So what do you do on a personal note to like just stay focused like on a daily? What is like your ritual? So I have a full working farm, so that plays into it. But I'm up at four o'clock every morning. Okay. And one of my favorite things I do is I have two German shepherds that are both puppies right now. So I got uh griffin who's my male he's 120 pounds and 11 years old and then i have a completely white german shepherd that's Mm. a complete pain in my ass that um is named valkyrie and we go walk the farm so i go walk the farm for 45 minutes or an hour before the sun comes up and i listen to podcasts and i have a whole slew of different podcasts i listen to and for me that's my time to feed my mind learn and 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 try and evolve as a person Mm. so after Mm. i go walk the farm i will sit down and i will do all my social media so i hit all my platforms and every bit of social media i still do myself um so if i'm writing on linkedin or tiktok videos whatever it's all me and i'll do that all the way up until about six o'clock and then, you know, I'm making sure my wife's getting ready to rock and roll five minute countdown. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I make her coffee, get her ready and off to work. And then I go wake up the farm. You know, all the goats, the chickens and everything go wake up the farm. And then it's gunslinging. And what I mean by that is it is back to back meetings up until six, seven o'clock at night. And then usually except for excluding tonight hanging out with you ladies by eight o'clock the whole world is shut down shut down and then every thursday is farm night with my wife where we shut down all the companies all the employees everybody they go do whatever they want to do and we spend thursday afternoons together oh Oh, that's why that's why you broke our day thursday awesome because i'm perfect (laughs) Okay. Ladies, right. y'all are amazing and gorgeous and wonderful, but she ain't beating my wife. She gets that day. <laughs> yes, we have to yes. meet her. We love her for putting up with you. Right? Oh, trust me. Trust me. She's an angel for that. My I, have, I have one question before we go. What would you say what was your biggest mistake um, when you had your downfall with your business that you realize now that you recollect and you're like, you know what? That's where I went wrong or maybe I could have done this differently. I made myself an island. I really thought that if people knew how bad it was, I really thought that if people knew how much I was fucking up, that they wouldn't want to be around me, wouldn't want to do business with me, would not lean into that moment. And years later, what I found 
as if my dumbass would have reached out to people and said, Hey, I'm fucking up. There's so many people that are willing to help put out a hand and say, motherfucker, dude, you got this. Follow me, go this direction. But I was so scared that people would realize that I was just screwing everything up that I didn't put it out there. So for anybody that's listening to this, watching this, whatever, man, don't make yourself a fucking island. You know, misery loves company. And if you stay by yourself, mm-hmm. you'll just continue to make yourself more miserable. Get around people that will build you up, lift you up. And, you know, I always want the people in my life. I don't want the motherfuckers that when I'm having a shitty day go, I don't want the people that go, you know what? My day sucks too. I want the people around me when I say it's a shitty fucking day, they're like, all right, cool. Get over it. Let's go another round. Because those same motherfuckers, when I'm winning, I'm like, fuck yes, you're winning. I've seen you put in the work. I've seen you put in the time and they're going to celebrate with me and they're not going to let me sit in my own fucking shit and fucking wallow. So you've got to keep the people around you that are like, you got this. Let's go bigger and keep on running. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. Salute. Well, we can have you on forever. And I hope you send us each one of those mugs that you're drinking out of because it's we really make these. cool. We, really? We, we, seriously. Really so, cool. Um, really fun, quick story. Sorry, Anise. We're going to keep going. Um, <laughs> Anise is like, fuck, I got to edit all this right now. But um, so, so uh, my brother did 24 years in Marine Corps. Um, and then retired. My dad, you know, worked for Xerox and they started fiddle fucking around with wood laves and everything. I'm an amateur blacksmith on the side. Mm. So um, we started making these mugs and it was just something fun we were doing for friends and whatnot. And my brother walks up to me one day, he goes, hey, there's a huge craft festival coming up. He goes, should we try and put our mugs in there? I'm like, ah, let's give it a go. Let's try it. So we start making a whole bunch of mugs and we're like the weekend before and i'm like okay we're gonna go set up this craft festival and as we got these mugs and a couple of other things i'm like are these things really gonna sell i look at my brother and i'm like how fucking crazy are you he goes well depends (laughs) what are you asking (laughs) i said here's what we're gonna do we make these cool fucking wooden mugs right we are gonna dress as pirates decorate our entire stand as this fucking like pirate thing we're gonna play sea shanties And we are going to go balls the wall with this thing. So literally, we dress up as pirates. I'm walking out in the middle of the crowd yelling, come this way, you'll get mugged. I love it. Come this way, you won't get mugged. Trust me, I'm a fucking pirate, right? And the the vendors around us are loving it because I'm just sending a shit ton of people down our way. We sold four thousand dollars at and a hundred and two hundred dollar mugs. That is awesome. All because we acted a fucking fool. So the second thing I would tell people: don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks about you. Anyone else thinks? Right? Mm -hmm. Go be you. Fucking have fun. We only get Mm -hmm. one shot in this damn rock. So yeah, go have fun. Awesome. So for, for you for your listeners seriously guys if you've made it this far with us and you've hung out this long with us do us the honor and share this show out with one person that needs to hear these ladies speak and, and talk i can tell you being a fellow podcaster the hardest thing in the world is building an audience mm-hmm. so if you guys are into these ladies you love their stories you love their energy what they do share this shit out for them just one person tell one person to tune in listen to this mm-hmm. shit it'll mean the fucking world to them oh thank Thank you for that thank you so much thank you so much for that i hope you are able to you know escape from another date night and join us again oh dude invite me back anytime anytime (laughs) 
We well, would love a pleasure yeah. and an honor to have you on. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, I have the, uh, the <laughs> get my wife on, Denise. That shit ain't happening. I promise. <laughs> she's like, that's your world. That's your world, right? Um, but I'll tell you, I have the Badass Business Summit that happens here in Fort Worth, Texas. You ladies, if you could make it down in September, I don't know if you can or can't, you have a free ticket on me to come join us for, oh, for that would be amazing here in Texas. Thanks. So just let me know. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely email me the info. Who, never, you know, who knows? If it's a weekend, we might maybe. It's, it's a Thursday, know. Friday, Saturday. So September okay. 22nd through the 24th. If you guys can make it, you have a free ticket on me. Thank oh you. God, thank you, you so, so much. much. You appreciate it. Don't go anywhere. We're going to ask you to do a promo for us. Oh, and for stay sure. tuned, guys, or you're going to have a, seg a special segment with Claudia on how she plans as a teacher, a mother of three, and an entrepreneur. Whew. We'll be right back. With no wine. She <laughs> 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 has no wine, but we <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. And right now I'm going to focus on my segment, which is how to stay focused or how do I stay focused when I have a lot of things going on, when I want to accomplish some goals, especially in September when I go back to work. I'm a teacher and it's, it just gets chaotic with everything. And so I have certain things that I do for myself to help me stay motivated and focused so I can accomplish them. So one of the biggest things that I need to help me stay focused is my mindset. I think your mindset is the most important thing to keep you going, to keep you motivated, because we don't wake up like that. We don't wake up motivated and happy all the time. We need to work on our mindset to help us get out of that. So something I do is you got to read, you got to read and how do others do it? Other successful people. So right now I'm reading a book called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. I love it. It's her story of how she just got uncaged, untamed from what society believed, believes she should do or be as a woman. So that's kind of, you know, giving me like a, a fire that I can do it too. It's not what my mother wants me to do anyone it's what I want to do so it's just giving me a little bit of motivation to not be afraid as well so whenever we're doing something new we we're, we get scared how are we going to do it am I going to be able to handle it so it, it it's it just helps my mindset so number one focus on that read or just listen to something motivating in the morning if you can't read on your ride to work that's what I do as well. Another thing I do is you write your goals down. So I found this little journal, it's called Empowered Women, Empower Women. So that right there just gives me hype, right? And it has like a little quote at the beginning of each page. So this one is says her intuition was her favorite superpower because how many times do we ignore our intuition? It's telling us something, but we ignore it. So just follow your gut, right? So I have my goals and areas that I want to focus on, which are, you know, my fitness, school goals. I'm going back to school for administration this year, doing something different at work that I've never done before, spiritual goals, goals for w, for Wine and Wisdom 5, how am I going to manage that, and just family goals. I feel like um, sometimes when you're good somewhere else, family, 
family kind of got, gets the back burner. So I really need to work on that this year. So wrote them down. And then you have to set up like an action plan. You can't just write, then it's a wish. You gotta really think about a little bit of how you're gonna do it. So for me right now, my fitness goals, you know, I really wanna focus on that. So something I do weekly, I prep my meals and a weekly meal plan sheet. You can do it on a regular paper. I just have a printer, so I print this out. And on the back is my grocery list to help me shop. So like I know what I'm going to get, I go, I don't deviate except if it's for my kids. Um, so this really helps me stay on track. Then I invest in a planner. I still like to write it down. I'm old school like that. So a planner and I write everything down. I want to show you August because that was that's this month. But like I have everything that I want to do every day and I find like a, um, a thing just crossing it out. Like, yeah, I did it. It like, yeah, if I didn't do it, I get like sad, but you know, but it's all right. You know, sometimes you don't get everything done. Top three, get it done, especially the most important things. And September, I already started putting in my workouts in when I don't work, when I have off, when I'm meal prepping, because that's where I fall short is my food. It's easy for me to go work out. It's the food that, you know, gets me. And lastly, um, I, I find that motivating quotes help me. So I have like on my computer, like proper preparation prevents poor performance. Like, you don't plan, you don't pack your lunch, you're gonna eat crap. You're gonna eat shit. You're not gonna do what you need to do. If you don't know what you're gonna work out tomorrow. You know, sometimes you just, yeah, you know, you, you get your brain doesn't function. So I write it down. It does take work, not gonna lie. It takes work, but you gotta put in the work to see to see that change and results to help you move forward. Talk to your friends, motivate, get a group, tell people what you're doing, help you out. And last, I found this last year, it's like um, inspirational quotes by just women. And today's, what, today's Wednesday. And today's quote was, if the world seems cold to you, kindle fires to warm it. So just reminders, just, yeah, you know what, be kind, be kind today. So all these little things that I do to help me um, on my journey and, um, you don't have to do all of them. You can do one, pick one. Um, remember goal setting, you don't pick 10, you pick like four, three, you know, whatever you can handle little, little steps at a time. Um, when you fuck up, it's all right. You start again the next day. Um, and, and that's it. Oh, and last, last, hold on. This is exciting. I got pens. I got cute pens because I'm a little nerd. And I just color code and I, oh, it, this is, this is exciting on my planner. But these, these stupid things like this, like I'm going to write with a cute pen. It gets me excited. <laughs> so go out there, do some things that will find the things for you that will help you stay focused, crush your goals. And remember, if you don't, it's okay. Just one step at a time. Those little goals really help you attain your bigger goals. Okay. Hope it helps. Bye. Hi, ladies. So what do you think about all my little tips? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It was very motivating. I want to get a planner. I want to get a personal planner. I have a work planner, but I want to get a personal planner.
Yes, you need a personal one, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. I definitely need one. Yeah. I know a lot of people, like my younger sister, she does everything on her phone because it's digital. But I don't know. I it I it doesn't work. I've tried it. We're old school and I'm a true believer. If I write it down, I don't forget it. Right. I always write everything down. I have my planner at work and I also have my personal planner. To the extent that I already bought a 2023 one because yeah. I am one of those people that I have to write it down. I have to put it in there. I found um, you know, in order for it yeah. to happen. I, I'm old school too, but I, I'm like your sister, Claudia. I do use my phone. I put every appointment, everything that I'm going to do on my phone because the phone is with you the whole time. Well, yeah, my phone, my phone, I put and appointments, but like everything else, everywhere. like it's. I use my plan. Oh, I use my plan more for goals, more for like personal goals. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't planner. know. I, I want to try the planner because, yeah. like, you know, I, think, I guess also right now for me, I have like my kids stuff in my plan because it's like right. not just me. You have like, a lot. When mm-hmm. basketball is, when dance is, like, right. A point. It's like so much mm-hmm. that if yeah. if I bombard my phone, like, I, I I don't know. I just need to see it, and it works. Yeah. 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 I like to see it too. I think that's what it is with me. I'm a visual person, so yeah. I like seeing it in yeah. the book. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. If I, I'm a visual too. Like if I write it down, I retain it more, and then I remember, like, okay, I gotta do this, and I wanted to do this, and and then if I don't do it, I get mad because I'm like, I wrote it down for a purpose. Yeah, yeah. And then right. I wrote it down, and I didn't do it. So what was the purpose of me writing it down? It messes with right. me. It, it, yeah. If I crossed it, if I checked it off, like I'm like, yes, I accomplished it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I have to applaud you on how focused you are. The work and the effort that you put in on being focused so you can motivate yourself to be focused, if that makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> because what you do, right, what your whole planning process right. from your meals to your bathroom breaks to, you know, whatever. Yeah, that, that's a you lot. You have to be focused in order to create that whole system because you have a system. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're creating a system in order for you to create a system. Uh, yeah. Doesn't that become stressful? Like, you no, know, you know, it becomes stressful be when I don't do it. When I like my meal, my meal prepping, that's not my, I, I got that from Janisha, my friend. She's in Florida. She's in, she's in the in, uh, fitness industry. And I was in one of her groups. Um, and what we all had to do is write out your meal plan for the week mm-hmm. and shop accordingly because you don't want to deviate from mm-hmm. your meal plan and trying to use as many whole foods as you can and, you know, seasonings and things like that. So, and writing it down, I didn't have to think about what I was making. I was like, boop, boop, boop. like when you meal prep, then you already know what to do and what to expect. If you don't have right. it written, you can like, I don't know. So in it, my shopping is focused. I know what I'm going to get. So it really did make a difference there because that's where I struggle. Like mm-hmm. that's where my struggle is. So doing that. And when I don't do it, I, I, I stress out. Like, what am I going to eat? Oh my God. I don't have food. Like, it's like, uh, wow. So do you meal prep weekly, daily? Sundays, Sundays uh-huh. I'll meal prep for until like Wednesday. Ah, uh, okay. And then on Wednesday I'll cook something to like Friday and then Saturdays I have what I want to eat there, but I don't have to wake up so early. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't have to wake up so early. So breakfast could be later. I don't have to. So it's, it's a little less stressful. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think you, you hit the nail on the head with <clears throat> being focused. <laughs> so now, cheers to you on that. Cheers to you yeah, on that. Amazing. Amazing segment. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally. Well, thank you everyone for watching our show. Please tune in next week as we sit with the creators BFF zone become fit forever. Oh, I can't wait for that. I know. So exciting. <laughs> I, love, I love all that. Oh my gosh. So the coaches of BFF have dedicated themselves to help women stop dieting in their forties and lose weight while eating their favorite foods. Cause that is the struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Join us this week as we sit down with these two best friends and discuss how they have helped hundreds of women lose weight using a simple and sustainable strategy. Tune in Wednesday on YouTube. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and tune in and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and now you can watch us on Spotify at Wine and Wisdom 5. Oye, ven pa' acá. No te olvides to take a minute to sip some wine and share a little wisdom. Ciao. Bye. Bye.